Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Amber Legere, and she had a shared death experience with her mother, and today we're going to learn about it. Amber, thank you for being my guest today and welcome. I am so excited. Thank you, Jeff. I've been watching you since the beginning, so it's a thrill. I'm really excited. Well, thank you so much. And it's great to now move you from a viewer to a participant. Yeah, it's great. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, if you don't mind, let's start with the experience and go from there. Yeah, it's it's a sad story about my mom. She was young. She had... um, she had a lung cancer and it spread to her brain. So she had brain tumor and she was quite sick for about a year. And um, I was very close to my mom and only child and always lived really close to her. So it was, it was difficult. And like I said before, we, we had a spiritual connection right from my childhood all through my growing up, we had shared experiences and, So when she was in a coma, I was spending the evenings there in the hospital, lying next to her in a cot. And um, it was very strange. It was like I was not sleeping but or awake. I was in this zone. And then I would just get almost like meditation visions. But I knew where she was. It was like, and she was in this white fog room almost like a holding room because she hadn't passed she hadn't crossed over and I I uh I wanted to see where she was so and it just kind of took me there my 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 imagination my spirit or just went where she was and she was really fine she was happy and youthful and and she kept saying look Amber look and there was like this this fog room had like a sliding door and you could see the other side and she was showing me all these things over there like there was a river and benches and trees and birds and and she was so excited she said look look and and I was like it was amazing so I know I'm pretty sure that when she did pass that's where she went because we could it was almost like a shower door a curtain it just slid open and we could see on the other side but while she was in that coma for 12 days between between life and death, I think she was in that space. It's like, a, yeah, that's how I could describe it. Seeing that space, did it bring relief to you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Even after I, she... I, yeah. Yes. After she passed for sure. Cause I know, I know she's fine. 
And because of all that, it kind of led me to this channel, of course, like you wonder, where are they? Where did they go? Are they okay? Um, is the suffering finished? Can can they communicate with us? Can they see us? Do they Are they around? Of course, those are questions everyone has when you've lost someone that you really care about and have been close to. So it's it's um it's challenging. Have you had any further contact since then? I had a lot of dreams, and I know that she was very much there in those dreams in spirit. Because I really believe in that, and I've believed in that since since I was a, a child. Um, and I've heard her give me messages about my dad and certain things about my kids. If I've been having trouble, she's there. I can hear her voice like here. It's, it's, it's hard to explain, but yeah. When she was showing you the waiting room and the other side, did you get any emotional feelings? Like maybe this was a place of extreme love or bliss and happiness? It's funny because I thought about that. What, what, what was that place? Well, I'm a painter and so was my mom. And she loved this painting called La Grande Jatée. And it was painted by Georges Seurat. And it looked very much like that painting, like the scene. It was a river and trees and people. And it, it's kind of funny, but maybe she created that for her paradise. I, I, I don't know. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Did the experience change you in any way? It's just a continuation, I guess, from our, our journey right from the beginning, which may be something I'd like to talk about because it's kind of, it's part of the whole story. The story begins when I'm really quite young. Mm -hmm. um, my mother was brought up Catholic and I was brought up Catholic and we went to church every Sunday and we said our rosaries every day. And for a child, like kneeling for 15 minutes, that's a long time. And the, the rosary, I don't know if you know, but it's, I mean, I'm not very much so Catholic anymore because I believe in something much larger in a spiritual way. Our religion is something that divides people. It doesn't bring them together. So I'm not on board anymore, but I was. Say I grew out of it. Um, the rosary is almost like a mantra. It sounds the repetitiveness of it. It can take you into a meditation state as much as meditation can. And I'm not sure if most people believe that. I know because that's what it did for me. And when we said the rosary, there was miraculous things that would happen. Like she saw an angel that she told me about, and I saw a light at that same moment. And the angel asked her for directions during one of our rosary sessions. And she described the angel as tall, very, very tall with a very long neck, all golden with curly hair. But how she, we didn't have the internet in the seventies or the eighties. She couldn't have had any reference. And I've heard people talk about that on your channel. Mm -hmm. So it's validating for me. Like, wow. Like that was, re that was real. What did you actually say when you said the rosary? In French, you mean? You want oh, me to I, say oh, it? Oh, it's in French. Uh, okay, yeah. it's in French. Hail Mary, full of grace. It's just repetitive. What, it's something you, you just repeat. Like. Can you translate it? Oh, Hail Marys? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm not Catholic, so I, I don't even know what would... I'm just curious, what would be that mantra? Like, nah, 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 what would you nah, 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 nah. What would you say over and over again? Was it something that was like one sentence long, or was it something long? 
Well, it's like prayers. You have to say 10 Hail Marys and one Our Father and a, I believe in God. And it's just sequence. There's five sequences of 10, 10 Hail Marys, one Our Father, one I believe in God. Mm. So the Hail Marys are so repetitive that you're not thinking anymore when you're saying the words. It's just, and it, it takes you into a trance, definitely. Mm. Yeah, makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I had an out-of-body experience saying a rosary at the age of like 11 i i heard a big and i saw like clouds open up it's kind of scary it scared me a little bit so i was young i didn't know what it was but now with all the information i'm getting i'm able to figure all those things out and it's it's wonderful like i thank you so much for and you're you're helping so many people figure things out like 10 years ago, we didn't have access to any of that. Mm. Maybe we did, but I didn't. As we spoke before this, you think that you may have had an NDE. Can you tell us what happened? I guess I was different. I saw spirits when I was a little girl in my room. um, And I would tell you to the adults the things that I'd seen, but they were saying, no, no, you were dreaming. But I know I wasn't dreaming. So I've had connection to the spirit world for a very long time. And mediumship... I did readings, um, had premonition dreams, astral projection, OBEs, but kept it very low key because of the Catholicism and the attitude. Because if I would talk about it, I would be get an attitude like, oh, that's that's not good. You shouldn't be don't don't go there. That's not that's not good. So I always kept it quiet. I never really talked about it. But you, I, I think I may have had an ND because I have all those things. It you, makes sense. Has your mother told you that you've had some type of injury or suffocation or something that may have caused it? She said that, well, I was premature. I was born at four pounds, so I was in an incubator for a month. And uh, at one point, I think they took me to emergency because I wasn't breathing. Now, did I have an ND? I, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. It's possible. It's possible. I don't remember it, though. Have you ever considered getting hypnotized? I did. I did recently because of all the past life regression therapy things that I've seen. And um, I did that, but I didn't go that far back. Mm. A lot of past life stuff happens with me. So it's like it takes me too far back. I, I can't see what happened right in this lifetime. What have you seen in other lifetimes? I'm, I've always been interested in England and the and the, the the southern parts of it, for some strange reason, I don't know why. And antiques, I love antiques, I love art. I was interested in opera at the age of six. Things that, it's not common. It's not very common for a little, a little person to be interested in, in, in art and things like that. But uh, I did a meditation once and I was asking why. Like, And I got a word called... Tun- uh, uh, I got a certain word called trundle or something like that. And when I looked it up, it was on the south of the UK. And I saw imagery there that I had seen. I had seen in one of my dreams, a recurring dream. Like I'd end up in this place on a beach and looking around and there's houses right close to the shore. And I'd never been there before. I'd wake up and I'd be like, I felt so familiar. I think I did have a past life there. Hmm. It only makes, it makes sense to me that, 
that I would be guided directly to that spot with one word is kind of unusual. But I believe that. And I believe most of the signs I get. And it helps me along my spiritual journey to, because if I would doubt the things that I'm getting, I wouldn't advance. And that's one of the things I wanted to share is if people have signs or inklings about things, or they see repetitive numbers, is to pay attention because all that stuff is is real. So if you're seeing stuff, you're saying don't doubt it. It is exactly real. because it will. If you if you believe it, you'll get another one. Mm. If you deny it out of fear, you're not helping yourself go forward with with the evolution of that. Mm. Is what I think. Have you had any other paranormal experiences in the past? Oh, spirits talking to me, messages. Um, I could be in a crowd and I can hear um, someone's, it's, it's hard to explain. It's like a thought that's not mine that comes in and I know it's not mine. And then I'm like, okay, what? And then the words come in jumbled maybe, or, and I'll just get a feeling. And I used to do mediumship reading. I stopped because it was a bit difficult. I found I couldn't shake it once I got home. And so I kind of closed that door uh, quite a while back. Can you tell us more about that? What do you mean you couldn't shake it when you got home? Well, like you let a spirit in, you let the spirit come near you. And it's not like a possession, but almost because there are times that it happened to me and I'd be like, okay, I don't want to hear it. I I want you to go because I need to do my stuff. And, and, it's like chatter. It's chatter sometimes. And it's draining. Like if you're a busy person, I have four kids, I have a lot of jobs. And it's like, I just, I couldn't cope with all of it. So I think I just shut that door. And when you hear it, do you hear the voices of the, of the sound of your own voice? Or is it like a completely other voice, like some man's or some other woman? I can tell if it's a man or a woman. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I get messages from angels too. That door I don't close. Mm. I know the difference and that's important. Like I've opened the door again, but on my terms, on my terms, that's what it feels like. Mm. Like I can filter out what, what I want and what I don't. So that's a good thing. I think. What kind of messages have you gotten from angels? Well, there was one night I was sleeping. Well, I've had some struggles. I mean, I went, dark night of the soul kind of thing when bad things happen and mom passed away, I got separated and life. Now I have trouble with one of my kids and just life, you know? And there was one night I felt something sit on my bed and caressing me, like patting me, like telling me everything's going to be okay. Just have faith. Everything's going to be okay. And I seriously felt like there was an angel there really comforting me and it was great. So it kind of calmed me down and it, Spirituality kind of helps me deal with things. And there was one night I was asleep and I felt someone poke me. And it woke me up and I heard, go to the window. I was like, and I listen, I'm used to that now. Whatever I hear, I follow the instructions and I'm because I'm I'm used to accepting them that they're real. I don't shut it out. I'm like, okay, you want me to go to the window? I got up, I went to the window. It was a full moon and the clouds had formed the most amazing bust it looked like the bust of david like a sculpture in the sky it lasted for 30 seconds and if i hadn't got up i wouldn't have seen it Hmm. it was almost like they were telling me you're doing right to believe because it's real 
you know, it was incredible. I'll never forget it. It sounds like you and your mom had a very close relationship. Do you think mm-hmm. that it's possible you and your mom were in a soul group together? Absolutely. Yep. Cause I had, we, we shared dreams even too. There was a dream that we had one night we're flying together on a flat surface planet, like the water and the, the earth was all even. And we were jumping from one land spot to the next flying together. And I woke up and she said, I had the weirdest dream and I had had the same dream. So that is like, yeah. So throughout my lifetime, there was things that, that would happen like that. It was, it's hard to deny. What have you had happen to you recently? Since I, I started meditation about eight months ago, I didn't think that I was going to be able to do it because like, it's difficult. But since I've had all those OBs and out-of-body things, and I'm going to try. And at first it was fine. I was just seeing colors. And then the f- three, four times later, I started seeing stars while I was meditating and I was going really, really fast. Let me stop you here real quick. What type of meditation were you doing? Astral projection meditation. Is it something that's like a guided thing from a CD or on YouTube or, or I started like that, but now I can access it pretty easily on my own. It seems like I, I forget that I'm, I forget I'm me. I forget that I have a body and then everything goes black And then I start getting visions of things, random visions of things, not things that I could imagine that just happened. Like the other night, um, I've been seeing 444 so much, 444, 444, even the messages that you send me, um, my bank account, my pay stubs, anything I'm buying is three times a day, 444 is so intense and I have to pay attention because what is this I mean the 11 11 yes I had that a lot but what does it mean like what are what are they trying to tell me so I did a meditation and asked a question during my astral projection meditation that I do and I'm kind of like I'm out here I'm not in me I'm just I would say like maybe a foot above I feel like I come out about here I don't go far I don't feel like I'm like totally gone but the body's not there anymore. I'm just, I'm just in a connection. And all of a sudden I'm skating with my mom. We used to go skating together because I lived by the ocean and we go skating on the bay. And I was a little kid. I felt like I was about four feet tall and it was great. I was so happy and carefree and no fear and all that. And my mom's gone all of a sudden I'm alone. And there's a tall white being in a white robe standing there I can't really see the face because he's got like a white cloak on anyway it was wild like what is this and what does he trying what is he telling me because I know it has to do with the 444 but I don't know what it means and hopefully some of the maybe someone will know what it means because um and he didn't speak it was just telepathic and he took his hand and he went like this and he pointed to the horizon And the light was so bright and I looked at the horizon and I could see a big orange sky and like a a giant purple mountain. And I heard the word Kilimanjaro and then he just disappeared. I have no idea what it means. 
So then I Google white cloak being and I find uh, Pallades, Palladian. I don't know anything about aliens. I'm not that, I haven't been that interested, but it seems to me that that's what it was. Hmm. And the Pallades are 444 light years away. And when I saw that, I almost fell off my chair. I was like, what is, this is crazy, but it's true. I've just met you today and I found out that you are a professional painter and those I think are your paintings behind you. Have yep. have these experiences had any effect on your paintings? Oh my gosh. It all started with with, with the experiences. I got the message you have to paint. And even angels tell me I have to paint angels, so sometimes I do I do that. I have a painting of an angel right here. Cool. See? Yeah. That's beautiful. Have you ever tried to paint what you saw when you had the shared experience with your mom? No. Maybe it'd be a good idea, though. You mean the fog room? Both. Both the fog. I guess the fog room might be boring. It's just white. <laughs> kind of foggy white. But the other one, what you saw through the sliding door. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. It was a beautiful park. And a river and benches and something else happened that I want to share. Um, another one of my uh, random, I'm driving to work, I'm not thinking about anything. And I look at the sun and all of a sudden I'm out of my body, just like that. And I'm getting this huge download of information. It was ecstatic feeling, like like being in the arms of God, like so intense. I was like a zombie for two days. I could not shake it. It was so powerful. And the message I got is not something I've ever heard before. And I'm kind of hesitant to say it because it's kind of, I don't know, sometimes in your own mind, when you think about all these things and you share them, you kind of fit people are going to think you're a little bit crazy or I don't know, maybe I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous about that, but a spiritual evolution, the sun told me that it wasn't a one direction. It wasn't you go up and you keep evolving and you get better and you get better. It's not like that. What the sun was trying to explain to me was that It's like an up and down like this. It's an up and down constant, like a a merry-go-round eternally. So we are getting good and we're getting bad again through lifetimes. Like we do not stay the same. Sometimes we're evolving and sometimes we're devolving. We're devolving. And that's why judgment, that's why I, like the, the download message I got was that judgment is wrong because of that. Because we've been all those things that we judge. And the source doesn't want us to judge. It's it's senseless. It's a waste of our time. And it puts negative energy where it shouldn't be. Now, you were saying that you got the information from the sun, I believe. What do you mean by that? It was almost like one of my meditations, like like when I'm not in me anymore. I'm somewhere else. It's hard to explain. When you say you're getting it from the sun, I mean like literal, the sun, like our star or the son of God? 
the son, the son was the son of God in that moment. It's what gave me the information. Now, I don't know if the son is God. I suspect that sometimes, but I, I kind of believe that our planet will finish. Our sun will finish, but there'll be another sun and there'll be another planet and it's continual. It's eternal and it doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. But that sun that's there now has seen us right from the beginning. It's the same sun. It knows all. It's seen all. You know, that's what I felt like it knew me. It's interesting because in the history of our planet, people have worshipped the sun. So maybe they were right after all. Maybe. What is it like when dead people try to contact you or do contact you? It's usually, as for me, what happens, it's it's like an imperative moment. Like they, they, they found someone that they can reach and they need to get a message across. So as soon as they find that person, it's like they're in a hurry or they're, it's intense. And it's a stress. It kind of feels like a, a nervousness. And maybe it was just me that was feeling it that way, but I can't deal with it any other way than that. And then to try to talk to the person they want to send the message to, sometimes it's it's touchy subjects like suicide, a lot of suicide victims. And yeah, things like that. Have you ever had a download where you learned what is the point we keep coming here over and over again for? Well, we are the like the tentacles. We bring back everything that that we learn here without without living beings. The source can't feel anything. They they need they need us to have those experiences. The source needs us to have those experiences and and bring it back because hmm. we. It's like if you don't have a body, you can't show your love, right? It's the bodies that show love. I can touch someone. I can give someone something. I can hug someone. But without the physical, I mean, you can feel it, but it's, it's not the same. You can actually do the action. We are the action. It's our job. It's like we're the expression. Exactly. We're God's hands, and we have to be showing love. And, yeah, through us, that's what we're supposed to be doing. A lot of my guests, especially NDE guests, if not all of them, will say that the most important thing is love here. And you're kind of saying being the expression of love. Why do you think love is so important? That's a super question. It's the only thing that feels right. Because when you're feeling anger or stress or jealousy or those things the fruits aren't great it's bitter it's not pleasant so love is the is the remedy for all of it and we can you just it's just a mindset and once you start understanding that it's easy it's it's doable forgiveness is doable are you afraid of death not at all no not at all. I think maybe sharing that experience with my mom. I might have been afraid a little bit, not very much, but there was some fear. But since that, seeing her go through what she went through and knowing that she's fine, not at all. Are you still Catholic at this time? 
I'm not a religion at all. You, I don't, I don't subscribe to religion. It's just my personal relationship, but Swedenborg is, it's wonderful. What I'm learning, I'm just new to it because of, of your video and Curtis child and off the left eye. I've been watching that and it resonates. It resonates with me very much. Oh, there's something else that happened. A charismatic group in the Catholic church is a little bit like that. Hmm. Charismatic movement. Um, when I was younger, my mom took me to this man. I used to lay hands and pray on people. And I had the most amazing experience. I, I can't explain it because it was like I was in ecstasy and being a child, like, you don't understand sometimes. Like, the man put his hands on me and I felt a flood of love and peace throughout my whole body. And I started crying, but I wasn't, nothing, it wasn't out of sadness or anything. Just tears were streaming for the whole time that he had his hands, he was laying hands on me. I think the Holy Spirit, and maybe that's the reason for all the things that happened afterwards. I'm not sure. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Now is the Holy Spirit the same as a Kundalini experience? That's another question. Maybe if your viewers have insight, if they have insight on that. Yeah, that would be interesting to hear. Maybe someone will yeah. leave us a comment. Yeah, Who's hopefully somebody will know. If you met someone who had lost someone dear to them in their life and are wondering if their loved one is okay on the other side, what kind of advice would you give to them? Well, I know that they're okay. Um, what kind of advice? Would I, well, maybe do some research. Do some research on the NDEs because it's extremely helpful. And once you hear more than one account, two accounts, three accounts of people saying the same thing, it's really validating. And it, we can't all be wrong. 400, 500, 600 people can't all be wrong. There's no way. So there's an afterlife and people are are well taken care of in the hands of, of, of love as soon as they cross over. I'm sure of that. What was that painting that you said that some famous painting that you saw that looks like the other side. I can't remember what. Yeah. Georges Serrat. He was a pointeism artist, George Serrat. It's S E U R A T. S E U A R T. George Serrat. And what's the actual painting called? The painting is called La Grande Jatte. La Grande L A Grande Jatte. I think it's like the stream. I think that's what it means. How do you spell Jatte? I'm going to have to look it up. For for us non-French speaking people, I think jate is J-A-T-T-E. That's it. It looks kind of like a park and people sitting at the park with a stream or a lake. Exactly. So mm -hmm. when you were looking over at the other side, did you see people as well? Yeah. Yeah. Were, did they look like light beings or they were they look like? you know, like ghostly light energy beings, or they look like people in clothes, like in the painting? People in clothes, people in clothes, but the light was different and the colors were a little bit different. It seemed vibrant, more vibrant. Mm -hmm. Did you It was nothing wilting or anything like that. It was very alive. Like the aliveness was intense. A lot of the NDE guests will say they see colors that they've never seen before. Did you see that? I think so. Yeah. Well, I can see auras like on regular time. So I see 
all kinds of different colors and intense things. So I'm happy about that, which is nice. After watching this podcast, people may want to, you know, check out your paintings. What is your website mm-hmm. if people want to take a look? Uh, well, you can just Google Amber Legier artist or my gallery that represents me is Gallery 78 in Fredericton, mm-hmm. New Brunswick. It's pretty easy to find. But they don't have a lot of images of my work. The best place to see most of them is on Facebook. Hmm. What is your Because I've uploaded all my work on Facebook. Is that like a Facebook page or just on your personal profile? Well, it's like a Facebook page for work, but it's my personal. I, I, I just use it for that. Hmm. Like Facebook has all my uploads of my paintings for the last 10 years. So there's angel paintings there. And um, all kinds of things. Yeah. That would be pretty neat if you could paint like... In you know NDE stuff or I I'm guided to do that but it's kind of I'm not there yet I will hmm. spiritual paintings are coming all right they're they're coming all right hmm. sounds good yeah well if people just want to reach out to you and ask you questions can they also do that from your Facebook page absolutely yeah I'd love that if they have any insight on what four 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 means mm-hmm. or. Uh, yeah. I think people are going to say those are angel numbers, those repeating numbers. Oh, it's awfully strange. It's You look at the messages uh, and you see the same thing all the time. And it's, 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 it's something. It's not nothing. I'm pretty sure that I've had one guest at least, and we've talked about this 444 before, those three actual, you know, that number four. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, it's hard for me to remember after so many podcasts who it was and what the exact conversation was but i just feel like we've talked about 444 before and maybe but when i saw that pleiades 444 light years away on the internet mm-hmm. it was pretty wild mm-hmm. have you become more interested in ufos since then this just happened last three nights ago the whole what i saw the the white cloaked being Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll start looking into that. It seems mm-hmm. like something I should be looking into. Mm-hmm. You never know. But no, I didn't have much interest in aliens because there's so much stuff going on and it doesn't seem relevant to spirituality, mm-hmm. but maybe it is. Mm-hmm. And now, spirituality is like it's a whole journey. It doesn't stop. Right. It just keeps going. And I've had guests who are star seeds. Have you seen any of those videos? No, maybe not. Maybe oh, yeah. I... Maybe, maybe. Mm. So someone will say that they're Pleiadian star seeds, Arcturian, Syrian. That's wild. So you never know. To look into that, yeah. You may find out that you are not from here. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, I, I think I've had at least two guests say that we are all star seeds, that none of us are originally from here. Well, I wondered about that Kilimanjaro thing, and I started looking to that and Tanzania is the place where the the, the, the oldest human bones were found. Hmm. So where that. the cloaked being pointed was to that spot. Does it mean is that's where our consciousness was born? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. All right. Well, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? Just believe in the signs that you see. Please don't doubt them because it's going to be the most beneficial thing you can do. That's my message. Hmm. Well, Amber, thank you for that message, and thank you for being my guest today. I wish thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I wish you the best. Thank you so much, Jeff. I appreciate you too. You're doing an awesome job.
Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you and have a great evening. You too. Mm-hmm. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.